Good evening, everybody. Welcome back. This week is Parshas by Yishlach. And we're continuing with the Lamatas Malachas, 39 Malachas, sewing and tearing. This is part three. Amir uh, Sashem, next week, as Hanukkah begins, we will hopefully um, speak about Halchas Hanukkah. So we'll continue with Halchas uh, Shabbos after that. So this week, let's discuss sticking things, right? The concept of sewing as it applies as toifer, as it applies to taping things together. Now, this is most relevant on Shabbos, typically, by um, band-aids or using tape, uh, you know, to, make a go- to attach a gauze pad, and by diapers. Now, by diapers, it actually has three different stages, which each one of them is not exactly the same. One, when you open the diaper, so a lot of times it comes stuck, if it's not the Velcro kind, it comes stuck on something that you unstick it. Uh, and Band-Aids also really have that little piece of like wax paper that you peel off or plastic that you peel off to be able to use it. The second is when you actually use the Band-Aid or use the diaper, you stick it on itself to hold it um, closed. And the third is the when you throw away a diaper, you usually stick it together to keep it closed when you throw it away. Now, in all these cases, we can apply that term that we've learned about, but not in all of them. So let's go through them one by one. Now, one heter that we learned about is that if you sew or stick temporarily for less than 24 hours, it's not a problem, according to many Paiskim, and you can rely on that in need, which is certainly applicable by Band-Aids, gauzes, uh, and by by diapers. So that would apply when you're putting on a Band-Aid or you're putting on a diaper, you most certainly, a diaper at least, you're certainly not planning on leaving it there for 24 hours, so you're going to unstick it. So therefore, that's why you can stick it on and put on a band-aid as well. And, and in terms of a band-aid, therefore, it's actually important that if you put a band-aid on on Shabbos, you should do it with the intention of removing it in less than 24 hours. And uh, that would mean either, you know, you'll replace it with a new band-aid or you just take it off if it's healed uh, enough to remove the band-aid. But it's also relevant that when you stick a band-aid, typically you stick the band-aid on itself which you could do, but then when you take it off, you shouldn't slip it off and throw it away because then basically you've stuck it on permanently. You should unstick it. Now, tears sometimes, that's fine, but you should try to unstick it. And some people on Shabbos, because of that, they don't stick it on itself. When they put on a band-aid, they try to do it in a way that it shouldn't stick on itself. But you could do it. You could stick it on itself, but then if you do that, you should do it with the intention of removing it and not just slipping it off, but unsticking it um, within 24 hours for, in order to avoid that issue. Now, the second heter uh, we had was that if even, even if something is stuck for more than 24 hours, but when it was originally attached, it was done with the intention that you should open it whenever you need it, that's considered like less than 24 hours because there's no given time it has to remain stuck. It just could be for five minutes or for a month. Whenever you need it, you'll open it. And that's the reason why you can unstick the Band-Aid in order to use it the first time or unstick a diaper in order to use it the first time because it was only stuck like that until till it comes a point that you need to use it. The same thing goes for gauze tape, right? Whenever you're unrolling the gauze tape, you're essentially unsticking it from itself. Again, that's permitted because it was done for, even though longer than 24 hours, but the point was, whenever you need it, you can open it, and that's considered less than 24 hours, and again, you can rely on that as necessary. 
Um, in addition, there's another heter, which is that the way it's, they're originally packaged, both by the diaper and by the band-aid and by tape, uh, it's done in a way that it actually it's, can't even form a permanent bond. It doesn't really get stuck together. You can pull it apart without any problem. And that's, if so, very similar to the concept we mentioned regarding pins and safety pins, that when something bonds in a way that's by definition temporary, you can't even bond permanently, it's not even considered typhair at all. So that would be the reason, again, why you can open the band-aids and open the tape and uh, unstick the diapers. Now, the problem with the diapers, mainly, it's similar to the problem with band-aids, is when you seal the diapers where you have a problem. Because sealing the diaper, you're leaving it um, forever, basically, until you throw it away. The same with the band-aid. If you're going to stick it on in a way that when you pull it off, you'll leave it attached, then you will have a problem. So if I remember correctly, pretty sure, when I was still doing diapers, I think I was macbeth on this, that I, when I uh, took off a diaper, I did not seal it on itself. I just put it directly into the bag, as is, and I closed the bag. I did not knot the bag for the same reason on Shabbos, and I didn't even make a bow on the bag for the same reason. I just closed it and then, you know, threw it out. And that was the way I took care of diapers on Shabbos. That's, that's the way I remember. Um... There is a there is a hatter which we discussed that there are those that hold um, that if you are tying something with the intention of throwing it away, that's also considered temporary because you don't really care what happens to it afterwards. And if so, there would, that would be the heter of sticking a diaper on itself when you throw it away or a band-aid. Uh, that was a heter that Shalom Zalman discussed, but we said it's ideal not to rely on that because he himself didn't rely on it. And therefore, that's actually something that's worthwhile being careful about, which is when you're throwing away a diaper, do not stick it on itself in that case. Just put it in the bag, close the bag, and throw the bag away. And likewise, with a band-aid, don't stick it on itself and then just remove it and throw it away attached because then you will have stuck something for longer um, than 24 hours. So now, that's all as far as typher sticking is concerned. Now let's move on to the second half of the malacha, or second malacha really, which is kare, which is tearing. Now tearing largely is the opposite side of the coin of typher, which would mean that whatever is sewing, the opposite of that, undoing that, would be tearing. But it's not really quite true because on Shabbos, tearing comes up way more, and it's much more relevant than sewing. And that is because we have to tear very often on Shabbos, because nowadays our food, snacks, um, paper goods, etc., all come packaged in a throwaway plastic or paper packaging. And that has to be torn in order to access the food inside. And this is a a relatively new innovation because that kind of throwaway did not exist a hundred years ago, so most of these shilas were only discussed by contemporary Paiskin. Um, because the whole concept of tearing stuff and throwing it away, you know, that's not the way they package things in the olden days. But what did exist uh, in historically are letters, and you had to open an envelope in order to get to the letter. So the Mishnah Brewer does discuss that, and he prohibits it, and he's quite machmer about it, opening a letter, uh, an envelope, uh, opening mail, let's just call it that. So uh, that is something which is quite machmer. So therefore we have to understand why or why not, why does that not, or why does it, or how does it apply to us. So this is a very important distinction, and this is the rule to understand when it comes to ripping on Shabbos, and we don't have time this week, but next week, we'll, or two weeks, whatever, we'll go into it a little bit more in depth. 
the, any malacha, really, just about all the malachas, when the Torah prohibits it, it has to be done in a way which is called tikkun, uh, which means that you have to be fixing something. If you're ruining something, it's not a malacha in a Torah. The Torah doesn't prohibit you to ruin things. That would be called makalkel. All malachas have to be a metakin. So how is tearing ever a tikkun? How is tearing something ever fixing something? So the answer is, the example the Gemara gives is when something was stitched incorrectly. So you have to cut through the stitches to restitch it. So you're tearing it for the sake of fixing it. That's called kerea menasasakin. You're tearing it for the sake of fixing it. And that's the rule. In order that it should be a malacha min it has to be tearing that's actually accomplishing something, that's fixing something. Now, when you do it without the, uh, the intention of fixing it, when you're just tearing it, like our cases, where you want to get it out of the way, get rid of it. So that's makalka. Now, makalka is not carte blanche. Uh, permitted. It's an Isidra Banan. You can't be Makakal either on Shabbos. But there are leniencies when it comes to that. There are certain situations that do allow us to do a Makakal, provided that that's what it is. That's a Makakal and it's only an Isidra Banan. Then there's a way that, that one, it can be allowed to be done on Shabbos for our food. We'll talk about that. But here's the issue. The Mishabrura, when he talks about opening a letter, is because opening a letter was essentially not looked at as a kukul, as ruining it. Why? Because there are two ways that they, you had letters in those days. M- mostly it seems like the Mishaburah is discussing airmail, if you remember that old-fashioned concept of airmail, which was basically a letter which was then sealed on itself. So there was no envelope. The letter itself kind of turned into the envelope. So when you cut it open, what you were doing is you were making it readable. So it was a tikkun. Tearing it wasn't ruining anything. It was actually making it ultimately usable. So that would then be Nisadaraisa. And that's certainly prohibited. But even a letter in an envelope, uh, if, again, you remember what your grandmothers used to do, and my mother has, has a number of such old letters, uh, they would tear the letter open, so the envelope open, read the letter, and then put the letter back in the envelope, and that's how they would store it. So they wouldn't throw it there. When they opened the envelope, it was also for the sake of it being reusable. And that's why it is a problem. That's why the Mishabur is very machmir, because there is a tikkun there. It's not totally being destroyed. Now that, if you apply it to us, will turn out that if so, when you open a bag and you intend on saving that bag or reusing that bag or utilizing that bag, like what we do with large bags of potato chips or chips or food, then that can be an issue. That can be comparable to an envelope where you can save the envelope to, to, to put the letter in it. Likewise, you are going to continue using this bag after you open it. So the tearing then has accomplished something positive. And that's why that is the more chamer problem on Shabbos, opening up those big bags. But we'll talk about this more at length. We'll go through all the various different applications of tearing and ripping things on Shabbos as Hashem the next time we go into this topic.